1: And welcome to the Red Bend TV. It's the final word show after Liverpool drew the Community Shield and lost on penalties. I am joined by the James Sutton, the man, the legend, as Paul normally says. One Sam Walker. Is it still one Sam
0: Walker?
1: One SGW now, James. I mixed SGW. it up. OK, and uh, C 89 on Twitter, or just our Rossi. Uh, lads, thanks very much for coming in. We're going to start off um, with the National Anthem chat. I think, you know, it's blown up. Big time, hasn't it? Um, Sam, I'm going to come to you first on this one, mate, because <laughs> uh, James said some pretty tasty stuff off camera, I want to <laughs> say that. Um, Sam, you were you were down at the Community Shield yesterday, yeah, but I think yeah. you missed the, you I missed did. that, didn't you? Yeah, we, we, we broke
2: down, our bus broke down, so luckily we got a second one. That's a long story, but we got there at eight minutes past um, at three, so we're just in time for Sunny to get injured. We'll get into that in a minute, but I, I didn't actually hear about the boo until after the game and I saw all the videos and I'm a bit devastated that I missed it to be honest because I could have added some lung power to that (laughs) just saying just saying
0: was it was it really loud it was so
1: loud I I was lucky enough to be pitch side for it and I couldn't hear myself thinking. you know it was it was definitely loud like what was dead interesting is where the players were all lined up weren't they for it and I was stood in front of the players and they were all like like they were, you like could they see were, they were no they were, they were, wincing were, no silly they were like oh god this is really awkward Shit. especially like Hendo who's captained England and like Chance who probably wants a long career at right yeah, back for yeah, England yeah. who's also a scouser and he's like mm, they were what they were doing." they were there was, any, was anyone puffing the chest that one. there was I think I can't remember exactly. There was one person who was sort of bottom lip in the words, maybe a little bit. Like it's pretty impressive. Like we might have it on camera. I'll see if I can dig it out later in the week or something. But Ross, you've seen the fume. Um, where do you sit on it? Um, Without Nick and James's point.
3: I I understand it, and it's always going to cause problems because people don't who aren't from round here don't associate the national anthem with what it stands for. So people from Liverpool will never understand it, and they won't get it, and it'll always be a divide. Um, you know, I think Henry Winter tweeted up um, Liverpool booed Sterling, City booed "You'll Never Walk Alone," Liverpool booed national anthem. Football's yeah. back, and it's just one of those cultural things that that happens. And it's Liverpool fans kind of standing up for something. And I said that won't get understood across the board. It might be disrespectful to some people, but you know, something's always offensive to someone, isn't it? And it's just them taking a stand for what they believe in.
1: James. Uh- Voice of Reason. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you my opinion first. I wasn't bothered at all. In fact, I was joining in. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Like you know what I mean. And I probably booed for half of it. Then heard a little bit of a Liverpool song and joined in with it. Um, the the fallout's been massive. But I think you know we were talking off camera before, and um, I can freely admit that you're
0: right on this one, and I'm blatantly wrong because I think. Go on. You you tell the viewers. Well, no. I saying. mean, I I I agree with what you're saying about it. I think um, I think if you're not from Liverpool and if you're not a Liverpool fan. It looks bad, like like you know. There's this this, this country right now is a fucking car crash, mm. and people are clinging on desperately to things like the royal family, the national anthem. This 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 country is is the identity of this country is completely fractured. So for a lot of a lot of people in this country to hear a fan base booing something they hold they they are clinging on to, their national pride, I, I can completely see why people are in uproar about it. What I will say is. Um, We've booed, what we've we've booed or sung over this national anthem for years. We've never had any kind of, um, we've never felt any loyalty to this song. Um, So people shouldn't be surprised by that. What I would say, and what I said off 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 camera, um, we should just sing over it. Booing it invites um, vitriol, and it invites people. Like I mean, fucking John Cross at the Mirror writing something on Twitter saying, oh. uh, they they booed the national anthem in front of Prince William. Fuck what? Yeah, I saw that as well. What yeah, are you all about? Like... What's it matter in, in front of Prince William? It's not. his... side he... probably going to sit on the telly anyway. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? We're not. We're not. We're not. You know, directly insulting his mum. It's just. It's our view on 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 a, a song that represents the, the the country that has done no favors for this city. But far better from my point of view to sing over it. We've got much better songs than. Than, than, than God Save the Queen. You know, we've got plenty of songs to choose from. We could have sung over it. That's, that would be, for me, a much better way of showing our kind of disdain for it.
1: I think that's the grown up thing to, to think. I think that's probably the right thing as well. And, you know, listen, I mean, I my brother texted me this morning and said, why we use booing the national anthem? Right, and I thought to myself, well, listen, you know, he's an Everton fan, but he should understand why I'm surprised that he that he's mm. asked me this. But it turned out he was setting me up because that's what brothers do to each other. So <laughs> I said, the reason it goes back to it goes back to Thatcher, it goes back to... What's know, the establishment? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and the Hillsborough cover-up and it's all this. And for me... It was also about Boris Johnson yesterday. Yeah. And it was about him not retracting his statements that he made years ago about us being a self-pity city and all that type of stuff. So that added to it for me. And that- I can't talk for thousands of people around the ground. I can only talk for myself on this. And he went, and my brother texted back and went, there's a Liverpool fan just texted in and said this because Virgil van Dijk got booed during the Nations so League. Pity's sake. Right. And I'm like, Liverpool fan on talk TalkSport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, I'm... A, disappointed that he listens to Talk TalkSport, uh, and mm-hmm. B, disappointed that he'd even think that that was possibly the reason, but Sam, it's not, it goes no. back much further, yeah. and as James says, we've done it for years.
2: Yeah, I, I agree, and, and it's funny, because I'm in a, a WhatsApp group with a load of mates all over the country, West Ham fans, Arsenal fans, we've come together, union, stuff spicy. like that. <laughs> it, yeah, it does. it does, people leave the group very <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's mad. Sam has but, left the group. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, not very often these days, But, But, like, honestly, I had to educate a few of them this morning. Like, my mate, Ed, who's, who's West Ham, fan, I had to, I had to ed- educate him. He's a nice like I had to say, look, mate, you don't understand. But there's actually a lot more intelligence in the boo than it comes across. There's far more to it. People are booing for an intellectual reason. It's support of depth of history and all kinds of stuff going on, like you've alluded to. But it just comes across. Like, I can completely agree. Like Chris says, we are like wrong in a way because. The boo just doesn't represent what we're, we're actually trying to do. We're trying to stand up for ourselves, aren't we?
0: Which is why I say far, be it, far yeah. better, far better to sing.
2: Even just
1: singing Liverpool, yeah. the yeah, city yeah, would have yeah, been the perfect, the perfect way to go through do. it, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, the, the the blowout. I mean, Ross, you're on social media much more than me. Like it's everywhere. It's all people at all. about. Yeah,
3: and I think, like James said, it doesn't help when there's people that have have role models of you know journos and stuff that are kind of peddling it as well and they should know better as well because they should research the history they should know where it comes from and stuff but I think it's like I said if you're not from around it like you know your mates and stuff people yeah. don't understand it no. but they should do by now because like the coverage has been like everywhere you know it's not like it's not it's common knowledge what happened and like you said the cover ups and the Thatcherism and stuff like that before mm-hmm. and why like, people don't like it not boom for the sake of doing it are they? It's just they said it's standing up for, for what you what you believe in. I hate like one of my big things
1: over Twitter over the last few months, I've heard loads of people mention this word and it's it's probably a made-up word, but that what abouty, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like so, well, what about this and what about that? But and we saw a lot of that last night on Twitter in that James, you know, the Liverpool fans boom the national anthem, they're fucking pricks, they're rats, they're <laughs> bin dippers, they're scum. And you're like and this is what the country literally thinks about. It's not yeah. I'm a Man United fan. It's not a City fan. It's fans of every team from up and down the length and breadth of this country yeah. calling us the same things that they've always called us, and they wonder why we
0: don't feel a part of it. They don't. They don't understand irony, do they? I mean, it's that's yeah. I, I can't. I can't add anything to what you've just said. You've absolutely hit the nail on the head there. It is absolutely that sense of them and us, and it is perpetuated by. Yes, it's perpetuated by journalists who should know better, but also by fans of other clubs who, instead of going, actually let's have a think about why they might be doing this, why they might have such a problem with the establishment. It's much, it's far easier to get on social media, like you say, and just go fucking bin dip or whatever. It's you know that's football Twitter, isn't
1: it? Yeah, well, so we'll talk about the game in a little bit. And um, one other thing, Sam, I wanted to talk about. You'll yeah. probably have seen it: the Liverpool and Man City fans clashing on the tube. Uh, doesn't look great, does it for a friendly? <sighs> It, it, unfortunately, this is, this is, like, and I
2: hate to say this because I hate all that, but this is kind of what it's, I reckon it's going to be like for the next couple of years in Liverpool and the City. Because when you get two clubs that are at each other's throats football-wise, fans are giving each other bans and managers are poking, there's that rivalry. Like, it's almost like you, when United and Arsenal came together in early 2000s, because you were both so good at football, you will get the idiots of both sides fighting. It's just, I looked at that and we, we were on the, the bus back, it was working by then, and we were on the bus back and it was just like, what are they doing? You know what? It's exactly, we just look like idiots, don't we? It was all people as well. That
3: was the thing. Yeah. It, it was, was all middle-aged middle fellas. Yeah. <laughs> the, be- the best part
2: was though. I was watching the video again, there's two girls sat on the tube, and the camera pans. They just sat there, getting on with the business, like.
1: It's like, we, we see this all the time. We honestly, they're just getting on with it. Like, whatever, you can have a fight all you want. It's mad, though. Like, But, you know, I don't go to the footy for that. And, like, I'm not wired that way. I'm not, I've am not. i never been a fighter anyway. I can't throw a punch. It, it doesn't help, you know what I mean? But I would never think to myself, I'm going and going to go and pick a fight with somebody and stuff. It just, it baffles me. I go to the footy for fun and, like, fighting people in a tube and putting your life at risk and all that. We see so much in the news about, like, these one... Punches that knock people out. Someone I used to go to school with got killed because he got punched in town and he, he landed on a kerb, you know, yeah. and he and he died because of it. And it's just, it's baffling to me, Ross. I just don't understand why people do it.
3: No, and it's the same thing again. It's kind of a, a cultural thing with football. Obviously, you know, 80s, 90s, Google, and stuff. You kind of want to put all that to bed. And there was, what, sixty, seventy thousand 70,000 people there yesterday. But that'll get highlighted and I'll get used to getting football fans are going that's what they're all like. And it's not, it's a minority, but it, it happens far too often still. And like you said, I don't know, it's, it's policing, it's people going out, it's three o'clock kickoff. people on the piss, having too much to drink. And then, you know, tensions rise, don't they, when you want to win stuff. And it's just idiots that are ruining it for, for everyone it feel- else. You don't have that, who aren't wired that way, like you said.
0: It feel, It feels like it's, it's, it's become more apparent in the past. Sort of, I might be wrong. It might have always been there, and I just was kind of ignorant to it. But certainly, we we I feel like we've seen more high, high profile um, examples of, of, of Bridges, fan violence. Geez, so everyone's things. got a phone, haven't they? That's the problem. It's, isn't to, do, do, it? it's, it's to do with it, yeah. social media. It's to do with everyone having a phone. But it's to do with the fact that there's a lot of very disenfranchised, very angry young people out there yeah. who are looking for an excuse yeah. and. You know, not to you know to turn this show into something it's not. <laughs> but we need to start as a you know as a government, as a country, as a, as a you know the FA. Everyone need, we need to start looking at why this is happening, and it's not it's not just rival fans. It's not it's, it's it goes much deeper than that. I think.
1: Okay. Um, well, we will we will move away from that subject. Probably best. Um, and we will talk about the footy Then, Sam, it was a good game of high intensity football, it, wasn't it, it? It was brilliant. Yeah, it was, uh, and we we saw both sides of both teams. Sort of frailties
2: and and you know sort of, would just say assets and positives. You notes know, like first half was very much uh, Man City in control, strangling Liverpool as though we were a, a weaker team in the Premier League. I was watching that game thinking this is going to be a long season, and then obviously as we go into the second half, we completely take control. Whatever Klopp did and said, there's a few tweaks that we can get into that I think he did, and then we, we really came on. And I honestly believe this my, my non-biased <laughs> um, analysis is that we should have won that game of football yesterday. And, I was, and when it went to Pens, he just thought, Salah, that, that clearance off the mm-hmm. line, we're going to lose this on Pens. Mm-hmm. But it was such a good game. And, and and I think the positive from it on social media has been, I've seen a lot of rival fans say, this is the benchmark, these two teams are far and away ahead of us. People like Mark Goldberg, who's not, not a strong United fan, but he, he's honest, he'll say it as it is. Some other people who are quite outspoken on social media have said, Liverpool and City have set the
1: benchmark there, and it was good to see that. And in, and in a friendly as well. I mean, exactly. you know, and Ross, how are you ultimately feeling about us losing the contest?
3: Um, I think it's always easy, isn't it, when you lose it and you just go, it's just a big 50p, I'm not really that arsed. I <laughs> don't want to win it anyway. <laughs> no, he did a play. <laughs> yeah, but you, you want to win that contest, don't you? It's psychological edge over City, you kind of think, you know, get, get one over them, you kind of want to do that. But I was I was gutted with the first half performance, and I, was, I think a bit yes. like you gone, Christ, it's going to be fucking ages. But I took on enough away from the second half to actually go, I'm all right with this, you know. I think. The bit I like the most was the use of substitutions, mm-hmm. so you could use six. And the fact that he got minutes for Chamberlain, Cater, Shaqiri, Lalana, all on there, I think is more vitally important than winning that trophy. And get, getting minutes under their belt is what it took out of so, it.
1: So James, I'll take you back to the starting eleven. We surprised at all with the starting eleven. I mean, you know, Gomez starts with Van Dyke yeah, yeah. in the centre, doesn't he? We see Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Henderson, Salah, I mean I'm going to over on that left. Was there anything there that, that did shock you?
0: The only thing, the, o- the only, uh, the only surprise for me was that Matip didn't start. Um, I'm a huge Joel Matip fan. I don't think he's done anything. I don't think he's done anything to to, to lose that place in the starting eleven. Yes, Joe Gomez is fantastic and he's a wonderful prospect, um, but he did make some mistakes yesterday as well. He did. I th- actually thought when he moved out to the right, I actually thought he was fantastic. Mm. Actually, um, but Joel Matip for me, uh, apart from uh, I think the Tottenham game back in. February I don't think has put a foot wrong and again comes on and scores scores for us yesterday he's in the right place at the right time which is exactly what I want from a you know eight foot tall <laughs> center back um, so that for me was the only was the only sort of surprise but but just yeah, yeah, what you guys were saying just I mean hugely positive um fitness wise I thought we were I thought we were fitter than Man City
3: um, De Bruyne got cramp at one point. Yeah, and he only played four preseason games. Which when we look at it, I was playing. Six they, or seven. They've
0: not played anywhere near enough preseason well, games for me. I think that's a real fuck up on their part. Um, and I think that's why we came into the game more and more because I think we're just a, a much fitter outfit um, than they are. But yeah, I mean, a fantastic contest. I mean, excellent. I mean, if you in the neutral watching that, I mean. It's absolutely. Well, normally normal. those community shields are diabolical, aren't
1: yeah. they? i Sam, I'll take you back to the beginning. You know, obviously you mentioned the first half and City being on top and, and looking like they're in control of the game. Was it them being good? Was it Liverpool being poor, or yeah. was it a bit of both? I think
2: a lot of it comes down to to, to our team. Obviously, we didn't have Mane. Now, obviously, Riqui's a good player. He's become a legend overnight, hasn't he? But <laughs> he's not as natural on the left, and I think. What, what City did well is they pushed up Walker really high, knowing that is not someone who's going to abuse that space in the way Mane would. He, he doesn't go forward in the way Mane does. He stops, he turns, he twists. He's, he, might, he might make a diagonal run. He's not, he's not a natural left-sided winger or wide forward. And I think because of that, Walker put himself 10 yards away. with the pitch, just really stretched us. And that was where they were able to strangle us. They had Zichenko and Walker on touchlines, and those fluid midfielders just mm. literally ran us ragged. And the, the runs inside from Sterling and De Bruyne and, and Bernardo at times. I thought David Silva was brilliant first half, obviously got the assist for the goal. I just thought tactically, they just really got it right. But what I really liked from us is that we didn't play that well, but we still managed to defend well enough to go in 1-0 down. And you always felt, didn't you, towards the end of the first half, that we were coming back into the game. So, I, I was pleased at half time that it was, oh, uh, there's, there's positive signs. We've had a couple of chances, even though we've been battered. Mm. So, yeah, I was, I was quite pleased going into the I mean, I,
1: I, I missed the first 10 minutes as well, because mm. where we were before kickoff was just, just on the side of the pitch, and our seat was miles away. So, yeah. I got in. Just as Sarney was going off the exact same, same time as you, I watched yeah. their goal on the television just outside our block. And as we walked in, Sarney was going off. I've since seen highlights back, and obviously I know that Sane was good. But there was a couple of poor uh, play, well, there's a bit of poor play from Joe Gomez in the first instance, wasn't he? Sane gets in because Sterling pinches the ball off um, Joe Gomez, doesn't he? Was that what that first period was like for us?
3: Yeah, I think so. It was oddly we played a high line, which got exposed like time and time again. You know, I thought we might change that at some point because City got onto it, certainly. You said tactically, you have De Bruyne making deep runs and stuff. So they'd have, I don't know, Sterling on the last line, which where the line was. But there's someone running deep, you can't give people that space. And I was quite surprised that we pers- uh, persisted with that and, and carried on. But I think it might be nervous. I think was VAR as well, knowing yeah. that we've got that inch if we get our line yeah. right. Um, Joe Gomez, I think I might have just been nervous for him to be fair, he took too much time on the ball and, and still nicked it off him, just a bit of a wake-up mm-hmm. call I think, but mm-hmm. on with James, like when he moved to right back, I thought he was excellent, but I even thought he was good in the first half at, at centre-back, I think it was just that high line was like too much for him, too much for Van Dijk mm-hmm. and City, you know, they're blessed with bags of pace. they're always going to hurt you. I thought that like after the first twenty minutes, I
1: thought that we started to gain control in the game personally and it, like I've seen so many people say online and stuff like that that you know it was a full first half, second half. But for me, we stopped them having loads and loads of opportunities. Obviously Sterling has one, doesn't he, where he goes to and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But we got our I don't know what we did, but we, we seemed to nullify their midfield a little bit more. We seemed to understand where they were going, how they were gonna try and move the ball forward. Thought Rodgie was really good first half mm-hmm. for them. Thought it was an interesting little battle James at goal kicks the way that like Liverpool didn't want to overcommit and go and mark the centre back yeah. but when they did commit Rodsey would have the ball yeah, and they play yeah. through
0: us and, and that that's going to evolve as the season goes on with that rule change, isn't it? I thought he I thought he ran Trent ragged at times as well. I thought that was really I thought I thought Trent yesterday was 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 quite poor for for big parts of the game. Um, I think I don't think he's had a particularly great pre season. Um, I thought Henderson grew into the game really well as well. I think that was a, that was a real key for me. Was after sort of twenty minutes, I thought he really started to started to sort of figure out the, figure out the Man City formation, figure out exactly what they were trying to do, and sort of marshal it a bit more and be a bit more composed. Actually, I thought that really that really made a huge difference for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sam. One of the things that um, you know Liverpool did is we did trouble them from set pieces. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ultimately get their goal from a set piece against us. Thinking about it. But City, time and time again, we troubled them from set pieces. Is that one of their sort of Achilles' heels, maybe? Possibly. It's it, it, it's interesting. It's one of the things
2: that you might see a lot more this season. Obviously, Laporte, a very good defender, and he will they will they will assume he'll add to their their presence back there. But I think company was such, He was a bit like our Van Dyke in terms of head on he won everything, mm. didn't he? So it'll be interesting to see how that works this season because if they've got to play a lot of games of football without a and, and Stones and obviously Laporte is going to play as well, but. And maybe Fernandinho at centre half times. I think they're going to be weak because their team is fundamentally quite small. I know Rodri's—he's quite tall, isn't he? he but is, yeah. You wouldn't say, oh yeah, he's known across Europe for being a and header of the ball. He's very much a good football player really, with his feet, isn't he? So I think that it's something that I think a lot of teams, not just Liverpool, can can take into games against City. You've got to use your set pieces, get your delivery right. I actually think first half. We, we, we threatened, but I think the delivery wasn't great. I think we, it got much better in the second half. I think, actually, I think Trent, to add to his bad day, I think he just stopped taking them really because I think Henderson <laughs> the took one, a couple of corners as well. Good yeah, ones, did. yeah. yeah. Um, Shakiri took a couple at the end, didn't he? But Henderson took the one, didn't he, that we scored. He whips it yeah. in. It's a really yeah. good ball, flicks off to this defender's head and comes to it. But yeah, I think, I actually think for us, we're good. And I saw Pep Linders say something. I watched a video on YouTube. Um, he was going through there, and he was saying how good Liverpool are on the second phase of set pieces. Proved again, we scored in the second phase. And I think a combination was being really strong on the second phase of set pieces, and City being not a big side, I think was always going to be uh, an interesting. Am contest. I right in
1: saying that there's a rule change so that attacking players in the Premier League aren't going to be allowed in walls? If there's three or more, you've got to be a world.
2: meter away. So you've got to be. You've got to be. A, you can stand in the wall, but you've got to be. I think it's a meter. So basically what they're doing is you stand a metre further forward. I first saw it in the Premier League Cup when um, West Ham played City and the City players were standing in West Ham's wall in the same place they normally would but a, a metre further forward. So they were fundamentally still blocking the goalkeeper but they're just a metre closer. So, it so you can't doesn't... put a
1: hole in the wall essentially? Is that no, way so score? they can still
2: put players behind if you want to but they're not really doing that. So City players will just, at the end of the wall, they were standing a, a-, a metre further forward so they're still blocking the goalkeeper but they're
0: not allowed to be in the wall. So it's well, That's interesting. Be... How, will that,
1: how will that change things, you reckon?
0: I, know. Well, well, I guess you can't you it, can't yeah. hold off you can't hold off all a that, defender, yeah. can you? you can't yeah. you know, if you're if you're if you're tight to a defender at the edge yeah. of the wall, I mean they you know, you you can stop you can stop them, can't you? I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah you can impede them jumping and stuff like that. Yeah, you yeah. can impede yeah. them, can't you? Uh,
1: I'm I'm interested to see how that will play out because. Every time there is a rule change, teams will look to gain something from it, won't they? And I wonder who's going to do that and who's going to get the first goal from something like that. It'd be interesting to see. <laughs> did you see? Sorry, barely, yeah. Did you see? Sorry,
2: Christian. Did you see in the game? There was a moment where we were right on top. I think it was one all. And we had the ball. it, hit, I think it hit the ref, and then we carried on, and we still had the ball. And oh, yeah. the ref stopped the game. Yeah, and that a drop that's, ball. The, yeah that's a new one. But yeah. that's wrong. The new rule says you only do a drop ball if it changes the possession. I've read all these rules. Like, alright, <laughs> i like fucking you know hell! But we were right, <laughs> on, yeah, I, mean. we were right yeah, on top. This is great. I, don't you? He, he had, had this little notebook. I was going to make it it's an
1: education.
2: Seriously, because because I saw one of the old who's in charge. Who's, Keith Hackett is. Well, I don't know if he's in charge. He's he, he's got a Twitter account. And he posts all the stuff, so I follow him. And he put it on. He said, "If the ball touches the rest, changes on Twitter." Yeah, mate, in that group, <laughs> <laughs> it's in that WhatsApp group as well. Yeah. So that shouldn't that shouldn't have been. So all no, back. no, I think I think that was a mistake because we had the ball. It hit him. It was a scrambled and we carried on. We we were right on their backline. Yeah. And everyone, we, we were all you must have been thinking yeah, the same. Yeah, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. So apparently, it's only if the ball changes possession, it's a drop ball then because it's not fair and it's uncontested yeah. drop ball, yeah. which
0: is what happened. Well, oh, the, so, the commentators got that wrong as well because they said that if it, that the new rule is if it hit if it touches. She's the referee, to a drop ball. Well, that, well, that's not what I read. Well, if you're so, a commentator
1: so, and you're working yeah. for BT or whatever it was, Sam's starting up a new business where yeah. he will literally be <laughs> in your ear on a little radio, Mike, <laughs> if you need, with updates from the ground in yeah. his little notebook. Uh, he'll offer this, of course, for a fee. Uh, his match ticket probably and his travel yeah. on the coast do <laughs> 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 um, Ross, Mo Salah. I thought he had a good game. Loads of people thought he didn't, but... One thing he was, is a thorn in the side to Dintenko.
3: Yeah, and I said to Tom before, that's kind of what I wanted to kind of see from him. You think he only played, a, what, not even a full game at, against Leon and stuff, and he's had a long summer, a long season. It's just good to see him, he's, he's match fit, and that's all I wanted from yeah. him. You know, I yeah. want him to see, I want him to take those chances, I want him to have the, the confidence to shoot. Yeah, it's frustrating that he didn't score, it's frustrating that we didn't win, but he's in the right positions, he's hungry, he's, you know, he's got the desire to carry on. That's fine by me, go and take that into Norwich, because if he played like he did yesterday, like Norwich... He'll, he'll get out of the trick. He's gonna score yeah. a bucket load like yeah. this season. Wow. There's
0: absolutely no doubt about it. He look he looks on fire. He really does. He fucking hates passing though, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he
3: fucking hates a pass. But well, would you, not, <laughs> rather, would you me. not rather okay, yeah, it's some decisions. So you have to you have I mean, to pass, no. But be hungry and take the I'm shot. Not, I'm, see, not if, if, I'm not taking one, listen, yeah? take nothing away from that.
0: Like we strikers that have a bit of arrogance about them and a bit of like, no, I'll do this myself, fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that but by god there was a couple of times yesterday yeah. and it's just you know it it will come it's you know it's not even the start of the season but...
1: it started early for Salah as well didn't it um he gets that ball i think i think it's still nil nil at the time and he, he, he opens his body up, doesn't he, and tries to hit it near post again, which yeah. he did a lot. Of yeah, he did, I did it two or three post. times. And that was a sign of things to come for Mo, because you know I think he hits the post twice, doesn't he, at stages during the game. But for me, and I, and I said this to, to the lads after the game last night, it, it didn't feel like the Salah that we saw last season. It felt like the Salah that we saw the season before. Like that real ball-greedy, Attacking players from wide with the ball at his feet, looking to get those shots on. Eager. Was, yeah, Egan. It was probably like people forget. It's probably a month or two in before he started slotting every time he got he got the ball. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him play like that because that's a that's a Mo Salah who's played in, a, in a, against an underrated defense. Because I think we always talk about Man City with the ball at their feet, but defensively they're brilliant. Now the four players at the back might not be great. But they're a unit, they're an eleven player defence at times, aren't they? And I think they're one of the best in the world because it's so difficult to break them down. It's so hard to play through them. And so when Mo Salah's doing that and he's not got Marne stretching the defence on the other side, when I think Kyle Walker was comfortable, as you mentioned before, with the Rigi, that's harder. Because you can you can roll a centre half over knowing that the ball's not mm-hmm. going to go out and the Rigi's not going to beat you. Whereas if Marne's over there, the play, I think the right back and the other centre back have to Respect that, that Mane's over there. So, for me, I thought Salah was absolutely superb. Um, so Let's talk about the goal, then, that, that we conceded first. They played that really well. I think Liverpool have, have played a, a high line, Sam, in, uh, against free kicks like that for a year now, probably a little bit longer. This is the first time it's really been exploited by two runners from deep who were my, who were miles onside. Liverpool did play the offside, didn't they? And, and it, was it was it Zinchenko and... Um, Somebody else was it that, that got double, over? It? Was it double the double up on the right hand
2: side? Was because uh, I think it was it was Inchenko and silver because he he wins it, Zinchenko doesn't he? And then plays plays it in and then Silva flicks it on. So it, it might be one might of still, the, them, yeah. Too. But I saw that straight away. The double up, Man City. That's where Man City are very good at though. They did the little free kicks like that. They scored loads last season where. Noticed they didn't just whip the ball in, did they, they they passed a few, knowing that our defence would, would do something. They've obviously yeah. analysed what we do when the ball's first played, and then obviously it shifted them right across. I thought it was it was a brilliant goal, I have to admit, it was very well worked. But we we've been done a couple of times, um like, like that. Leicester. Did West
1: Ham and Leicester exploiters, yeah. yeah.
2: I think but you've got to be really good at it and it's gotta be something that you practise. So it's something maybe we've got to look out for this season where teams think well the offside was gonna be hard this year with VAR coming in. So maybe they need to use the deep runners. And it's something that we've got to look at because Man City have got the best deep runners in the league, as, as much as I hate to say it, and, and, and they used it well yesterday. And it,
1: it, it was it was a good goal. And unfortunately, I, we, it's Sterling. Like, yeah. is, was it good, James? That yeah, it, it, it was him that got the goal. Is it better in a friendly or is that him now? I'm not. Asked.
0: I'm not. I couldn't care less who scored. We we switch off, and that that second phase, you can't you can't be letting them get a little flick like that in right into the 6 year. You can't be doing that. He shouldn't. be, should. Sterling should get nowhere near that. And actually, Alisson should do better as well. If I'm being brutally honest, um, I mean, you know, it's very hard to criticise. You know, someone who, who you know, so beautiful. He's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, There's mis- there's mis- that, that goal shouldn't happen from our point of view. It's a it's a it's a great it's a great bit of build up. It's a lovely way of working a free kick, but we that we shan't we shouldn't be conceding that.
1: I, Ross, I. I... I didn't like that Sterling scored. Now Paul, I think when we were talking after the match and uh, on our way down Wembley way, he was like, "I'd rather didn't do it in a friendly." But I just kind of feel like he's finally got rid of those demons, and that we might see the real Raheem Sterling every time he plays. us where, where do you sit?
3: Um, I'm not asked that it, it was him. I was more pissed off with the goal, the way that we played, to be honest, and the fact I was frustrated that it went through Allison's legs, and then he, he made another three attempts to get the ball and missed. and then Sterling scuffed his shot as well in the first place. That was frustrating. I'm not bothered that it's him, but I get your point. I think it, that might give him confidence going into future local games. I don't think he'll play at Anfield because he always has a nightmare there, but I think he's broke that hoodoo, hasn't he? In his mind, I've gone, actually have scored against him now, so mm. why can't I go and do it again? That's why it's a bad thing.
1: And little shout-out, I mean, Raheem Sterling gets so much stick up and down the, the country, mainly from journalists and stuff like that, but Sam, we saw what he was doing and taking the time to sign autographs and take photos with liverpool fans who he's clearly a role model for it's absolutely brilliant from sterling isn't it
2: yeah i almost feel he's got a split personality sterling i think he's learning as he's getting older but like he's still he, he, he's still got these elements of stupidity in him like for instance the playing chance and all that but i do feel he's learning as a human and we've got to remember when we're judging these footballers who don't really grow up they just grow up in football academies i do think he, he's, he's, a, he's a better man now than he was a couple of years ago and i think Anything that he's doing like that is positive. Even like I hate to say it, when he gave all those tickets to the to, to, to the fans in London. When his old school was it when the FA yeah, Cup yeah. final. You, you you can't knock the things he's doing because it's easy not to. And yeah, when it went off the pitch, he's become he's becoming a bit of a little legend. And I think um, I think yeah, he's growing, but it's still still a tit. <laughs> still <laughs> raging. He did like, so well then, Sam. Um, but, but he, he's, no, he's still stealing isn't it. you
1: know? he's absolutely right. I, I, I respect everything that he does off the pitch. I respect what he does on the pitch because I think he's a fantastic footballer yeah. as well, by the way. But that ain't going to stop me booing him because I think that we can have a negative impact on his game <laughs> if we boo him. And, then, and that's all the boo is in this instance. It's not like the one we were talking about earlier yeah. where there's a deeper meaning to it. It's to make sure that he, he, he fluffs his lines every time he gets in front of Alisson.
0: Um, he did, he absolutely fucking bottled he that He's, he's got a one-on-one and he just loses his head The problem
1: off. I think he's got is He thinks he's got Guardiola running alongside him Because Kyle Walker to me looks like Guardiola all of a sudden
0: <laughs> now. It's
1: ridiculous, like, when did he lose his hair and get that tanned? And he's bombing to one side And I, and Alison's spoken about this in interviews over over the years Is how he waits for them to touch the ball before he goes off his line And it sounds like they're like, clever Because they're obviously in stride. Now, when Sterling's in stride, he's just touched the ball. That's when you go. Mm, You're not mm, giving mm. them an opportunity to turn you one way or the other. That's what Alisson does brilliantly. Sterling does fluff his lines a little bit, uh, but obviously gets the goal that gets them into the penalty shootout. Um, We go into the second half. I think Liverpool fans are probably at this point thinking, we can get something out of the game. We don't want to heavy defeat James, certainly. Um, But we come out second half and we dominate. I mean, First half, let me get the possession stats here. Because we're all about the possession stats because they don't really mean much. But um, (laughs) they had 59% possession in the first half. We had 64% of the ball in the second half. Now, I look at these most weeks over on the website and I can't remember... That certainly, last year we didn't have the most possession against City. The year before, I don't think we did. This is the first time over the course of a ninety-minute game we've had more possession against Manchester City, and that does bode well because we stopped them playing football
0: that second half. Yeah, massively. We fi- we finished the first half really strong as well. That like is one of the, it was one of that I was watching it at home. It was one of those where you, I didn't want the whistle to blow because I was like another five minutes and we're going to score here. And yet, like you say, we come out the second half absolutely out of the traps. They, Man City, cannot handle us when we're like that. Nobody can handle us when mm. we play like that. Um, why we don't do it from the off yesterday is is absolutely beyond me. But yeah, we completely shut them down. Um, I think our midfield is. I think that's our midfield that, that that really sort of comes into its own in the second half. Um, I think when picks his game up a bit as well. I think um, yeah. I think it's just it was everything that was missing from the first half that suddenly becomes apparent in the second.
1: And listen, Van Dijk um, has one off the bar. We mentioned Mo has a couple off the post. Mo has one cleared off the line by Guardiola himself again. Um, That's we, phenomenal, by the way. It's unbelievable. defending. ridiculous. I've no idea how he does it. Today. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, I've watched. You've got to credit him, haven't you? Yeah, mate? massively, him, mate. Yeah.
1: It's, it's ridiculous. But we could have been four, five, one up by the end of the ninety minutes.
2: Easy. I mean, I, I still haven't seen that the bar and the bar and down effort back. is the only moment it goes in.
1: But it obviously the ball doesn't cross the line. Yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen the VAR bits, so the, the goal line. But I've not seen the actual run, the rerun of the actual effort. Was it a header? Or was it Van, Van Dyke? Like, no, Van Like
1: he catches it on the way up. It's not um, quite like, a yeah, half volley. To, it's a volley, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I couldn't believe that didn't go in. And Origi, the thing is, last year Origi would have been there and ended that. <laughs> like yes, and we were all like yes. And then the ref just was just like no, didn't go in. And uh, like I say, it was a shame actually that no one. Everyone just thought it was in. I think a few of our lads were like, it's a goal and you stop. But yeah, um, I, could, I couldn't believe it. When, when it was 1-0 still to them, we, we, me and the lads were like, have we not scored with it? The post twice, the crossbar, Bravo's been brilliant. brilliant. He comes off his line faster than anyone, by the yeah, way. I think he's probably quick analysis. He's rapid off his line. He was all over our players. And then when we got the goal, we all just went, here we go, didn't we? And, and I just I can't, I can't believe we still didn't win. I honestly. thought
1: that goal was a I mean, I shouted the Rigi's name <laughs> <laughed> during myself. <laughs> I was at the point where his name went on the board, I went, Oh Lord! Joe Martin! <laughs> 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 I had no clue it was Martin, none whatsoever. <laughs> um but that goal again, it comes from a set piece again. We mentioned it before, Ross Henderson, um, who whips the ball in Van Dyke with a Really clever ball back across, and, and Matip's the man there again, isn't
3: he? Yeah, I don't think it's a case of he yeah, aimed for someone. I think he's just putting it in the right area and hoping that Joel Matip will get in there again, exposing the height thing. If you know, an eight foot Joel Matip, think if he just aim anywhere near him, he'll get something on it. And I think it's good for Joel Matip as well. I think he kind of needs to add goals to his game. I see if you're going to pick something at him, you know, he's been magnificent for the past what eight months, probably going with, going with some confidence, get you know, be in the right place and get some goals behind him.
1: What did Anyone make of the substitutions, Clock Mays? I mean he brings um Cater on, doesn't he? He brings Oxlade Chamberlain on. In fact, let's go through it in all there. Um, first one he moves Wynaldum into the six and takes Fabino off and puts Cater on, doesn't he? That substitution for me, James, really worked.
0: Yeah, massively, massively. I think um, I think it's I think it I think it's as much about moving Winaldum as it is bringing Cater on. I think that I think that uh, that trio now works really, really well. I think that's the trio for me that will be starting most. Really, Wayne Alden and the six. Yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely. Yeah, I think I think I think he plays really well there. Well, he I does, think yeah. I think he plays really well there. But I think it's also it's an option against a team that plays a high line against a team like Manchester City. We need that little bit more composure. I think I think that's exactly the the, the the lineup that we'll have. Um, the. It's not it's 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 not a criticism with the substitutions, but I looked at the bench yesterday and uh, I don't know. I want a massive season from Naby Keita. That's that's a given. I want Naby Keita to really really step on this season. I thought he did all right yesterday. Actually, Naby could have Keiter. scored. He could have scored. Yeah, he should thought, have scored. Yeah. He, well, could have, could have, should have. But I want a really big season from him. I was disappointed. Sorry to get into sort of the squad stuff. Um, wh- where was Rian Brewster yesterday? Why was he not? He was on the bench, wasn't he? No, no wasn't he?
2: Did no. the only players were M- Minoulay and Lovren who didn't come on? Everybody else was used. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah.
0: Where, like, oh, right, th- th- I, I thought that was that. really odd. I yeah, was, was, really was
3: like, there was two centre halves and then Matip and Lovren. Matip and Lovren, and, Lovren. Lovren. Yeah.
0: and then Minoulay, uh, Lallana, Lallana. Shaqiri. Shaqiri. And Shakiri. I thought that. I just thought that was really I odd. I thought yeah. yesterday was crying out for a player like Brewster to come on. Maybe
2: it was just the, the level of opponent. that We knew it was going to be a, an intense game. I Liverpool guess. City, maybe it was just like, it's not the right time to put the pressure on. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just what, what did you
1: think of Keita?
2: I thought it was really good. I, that one of the things you we were saying about Alden what helped Keita is, I think when we come off second half, I noticed that Alden was slotting in left a little bit more, which allowed Robinson to push up and get to come centre. Henderson was bombing in on the right-hand side, freeing up Salah. All that was brilliant. And when he brought Keita on, I think it... it, it Whatever the sort of dynamics were between the three of them, City, if they were getting any sort of idea of what we were doing with that Henderson bombing through leaving Salah free and and Ronaldo slotting left, pushing pushing Robertson up, it changed it again. And I noticed Cater was picking up the ball a lot more where Rodri...
1: Did Rodri play the 90? I don't think he played the... F- 90. You know, you know, Gundogan gets brought on, doesn't he? Because, to help out. Yeah,
2: because in that, well, I think that might. I don't know if it was before or after, but Cater just whatever we did differently in terms of tactically with that three, Cater just found himself free all the time in front he of their Loads back of court, time, and, and that was interesting because whatever we did differently pulled their midfield in different directions, and that that one little change from Klopp was really good because I thought, like you say, Cater should score really. He'll, he'll, he'll say to himself probably when, when he picks up the ball, and that wouldn't have happened free that sub for one of our other midfielders because they changed. It must have been, over as a pivot or whatever, but he, he found himself free a lot more. I,
1: I loved it. I mean, one of the things that disappointed me throughout the game was, you know, first half, I didn't think Trent and Robertson attacked very well. And listen, there's reasons for that. I think when you're going up against Sarney to begin with and Bernardo and Sterling and all these lads, you don't want to just throw caution to the wind and, and push your full backs up. But Gomez, I thought, did a really good job of that when he came on. But what I found interesting is we started, when we brought Keita on, Ross, we actually started to use that middle of the pitch, like Sam's saying. It wasn't overly reliant on wing play. There was space in the middle for Keita to run into, and he was there to exploit it. And that's got to be, for me, a, a marker down for him. That looked like Naby Keita just before he got injured, the Naby Kaita that we saw at the back end of last season. As James says, it's got to be a big season for Keita, but he can be... A massive player for us if he's going to perform like that every week.
3: Yeah, I think it was the same for all the substitutions. They're all fighting for a place, aren't they? You know, mm. I, I mentioned before it was good for them to get minutes and confidence under the belt. But I, I think the midfield in the first half, I don't think it was great at all. So to have that energy burst which he brings, you know, I think he was only going to shine. You because know, I don't think Henson, Genie was great. Genie had one of them games where he kind of goes missing, doesn't he? And it wasn't great. But you know, you come up against a, a decent midfield. Whereas I don't think you know we were on the front foot at that point when Naby came on and we were on the attacking. City were kind of like as you mentioned all over the place and he exposed that space. And for him to go on and, and just kind of run the show, I kind of thought that's what I wanted to see from him. And I, I'm with you, I think he I think he might start um, on, on Friday. And I think that's what some of the some of the substitutions were. So Matt didn't start, but I think he'll start on Friday. I think yeah. it's about using the squad. And you know, I don't think Klopp was that arsed about it to be honest. It'd be in the community shield and he's obviously use his team. I think that's what we need to
1: do. It is interesting because the squad things I find interesting because obviously we've got a Friday game, we've got a midweek game, Wednesday I think is the yeah, Super yeah, Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we play Saturday against mm. Southampton away. Wednesday, Saturday, that that's a tough ask, mm. even at the and especially sorry at this early stage of the season. So you can see that he's probably thinking about rotating. But it was great for me, James, to see such a high intensity game like we've spoken about before, but also that you can make five substitutions and there was no real drop off. I mean, Ox comes on, Lalana comes on, Shaqiri comes on, Salah's moved into the nine, and we just continued like before. Sometimes you can make a host of subs, and the game goes flat. It wasn't mm-hmm. the case this
0: time. No, I feel I feel like every I feel like everybody knows exactly what their job is when they come on. I don't feel like there's any confusion. I feel like we can pretty much swap like for like. I don't. I still don't feel like we've got a, a massive game changer. Apart, I mean, you know, Naby Keita possibly. Um, but yeah, I thought I think I think it's all I think it all I think it bodes really well. I think it's all really really positive going forward. I I'm with you. I expect that to be the the lineup on on Friday. Matic comes in. I think Kaita starts. I think oxlade Chamberlain is still a way off. yet, I think I think it's going to still be. I think it's going to be a couple of months until we see the real Ox Chamberlain. But I think it I think it bodes really well. But we I mean God, we we need we need Sadio Mane. Yeah, I mean, let's make no. I mean, he'd have. I mean, him yesterday, he, he'd have he'd have run that show yesterday. We really are crying out for him back.
1: No, I, I agree with that. I think Sadio was a was a massive miss, and it was interesting, Sam, to see um, oxley chamberlain come on on that left hand side. Because mm. while we've been going through pre-season, when we've had short numbers, Ox has been playing the right. Wayne has been playing the left. But Ox on that left hand side, I thought he did well again. Yeah, he comes on. It was almost roll-based between the teams, didn't it? Our, our subs had much bigger impact than
2: theirs, really, didn't he? And the energy he brought, he nips the ball, and Salah mm. nearly scores again. Uh, but he, I thought he was really energetic. It's one thing about is that you get bundles of energy. He's always up for it. He doesn't shy out of things like challenges, and and he'll always try and play a pass. He's very, he's very brave, which obviously Klopp, loves using that word, doesn't he? It'd be interesting to see actually. I'm not sure Devock starts on the left. I'm, I'm still not 100. percent I, I think he, he's, he's 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 a great option off the bench. I think he's good down the middle, but I'm not sure I'm on that left. And uh, before we get Mane back, maybe for the Super Cup or the Southampton game, it'd be interesting to see if Klopp puts Kater or Ox on the left, or whether he plays a Wijnaldum on the left. Or it's going to be interesting to see how he lines up
1: there. I I'm with you. I think I think is a, a great impact player, and I think that's a very you know. When people say that, I think some people think, oh, you know, that means he's not a good starter. That's fine. You can, I think there have been players throughout their career. Solskjaer's is one, obviously, mm-hmm. Fairclough, who are just really good off the bench. They they understand what's happening in the game of football and they're able to 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 affect that game of football when they come off the bench. Arigi, I feel, Ross is only used on that left because he's quick. Yeah, I don't think his skill set lends himself to playing over on the wing. I just think he's a fast lad and we trouble defenders by putting up up against him. But when it's Walker, who's probably faster than the Rigi, I don't think you're ever really gonna trouble him.
3: No, I, I found myself quite frustrated with him yesterday, to be honest, I think you made a point before, of like he runs into the space and he gets the ball and gets in the right position. But as soon as he's out on the left wing, he does a couple of step overs, and it, it, it's the end, prep, end product for me. Of going, you know, but you're comparing him to Marnie, aren't you, who just like, you'll just dance past people yeah. and then put it in the back of the net. He's never gonna do that, because that's not what he does. But then you think of all the times that he's come and scored a goal and you're right, he's an impact player. That's not a criticism, but it's a concern, But I think you said before, of having a Brewster or someone who's who could probably do that role a bit better, I, I think. And then you've got to re- you to look at the bench, you got actually, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, he can cause problems when people are tired and stuff. And He's desperate to yeah. cut inside all the time, yeah. I feel. I, I, I don't well, I, he scored goals from there before, like, exactly, so yeah. like last season, but when you're playing Man City... Or one of the top five teams i don't think he's the, the player that you want in there but mm. i think we're crying out for someone still in my opinion yeah. to, in the transfer market and go actually i'm going to bring you on and have the same level as Ma- as man city or play a brewster for example i think i think i
0: think it's brewster yeah. i think that's yeah. i think that i think long term i think that's the plan i think yeah. that's why we haven't spent 40 50 60 million on a forward or a young forward i think because brewster i think is the one that Going forward, I think he, I think he is that option. Are you
1: thinking like how United have used Rashford the last yeah. couple of years? Absolutely. Use him on that yep. wing until yep. he's good enough. For- yeah, absolutely. But he's not fit enough, is he? Because yeah, Klopp said
0: didn't he's he? He's not strong
2: enough he's hit either. That, he's at that level. he said in pre-season, didn't he? He hit a point where he could see he'd been out for a
1: year. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching that somewhere. So maybe he's just not quite there. Yeah. Um, penalties then? Fucking hell. Um, four really good pens from Liverpool. To be fair. Um, Four really good pens from City. Zinchenko's was probably the one that Alisson could have saved. Yeah, he should save should, that. He
0: should, should, should save yeah, that. That, yeah.
1: that. Yeah. And then Wijnaldum's. Was there a fume about Wijnaldum's pen on Twitter? Of course there was. It just, had, well, it, just,
0: it just had a really. It just not had a great game all round, and it was kind of when he stepped up, you kind of went. Oh. Don't, don't put the cherry on the top. Mean, all we all
2: sang his name. <laughs> the only player in the penalties whose name gets sung and he missed. <laughs> oh,
0: fucking well,
1: out. I, what I loved about the penalties because where I was sat was really really close to the Man City fans. Is we uh, we scored. Shaqiri gets the opener, doesn't he? Then, who steps up for them first? I've forgotten. Uh, it,
2: was a, it was Gundogan. Gundogan. German, mate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. No. Of course. They put a German on to but take he, the penalty. You look at those pens. I said to the line, I said, he whips this. And he whips it well. I don't think he saves it if he dives that way, by the way. Nah. But
1: he always whips them. And then, obviously, Alisson went the other way, didn't he? But, but he... It, was, it was a loud boo. And a real good boo yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ones that were allowed to do. And then City were like, Oh, we can do this because I was sat with them. They were so quiet for the for our first pen and our second pen. Who was our second pen actually? Was it was, was it? It, it was Genie. Yeah. And he gets the boo. He gets Man City's boo. And I was like, you just, you don't deserve to be here as fans because <laughs> you didn't boo the first pen. You realised we were gonna boo and went, oh well, we'll boo as well then. And it's like, a and it was out of pathetic. Like, it was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, You know, they're it, not yeah. even fully committed to the boo. <laughs> If you've got, have you got a boo,
1: boo, you know what I mean? <laughs> and mean it, don't just copy us because we booed, you
0: bad blitz. <laughs> Plastic flags, boo. <laughs> I fancied Alison, I was saying, I was sat with my wife and I was saying Alison's going to save one of these. I said, you fucking watch, you'll get your big hands to this. Hey, dude, let me down. No, what did no. your wife say?
1: You were wrong. Well, she's just in, in lo- face. She's
0: just in love with him, so she's like, she's just like, she. knows I'm, I'm watching Alison. Just
3: oh, look at that die. It was great. Yeah. She's <laughs> not asked facial hair. Did anymore. you say the was going to score a winner as well yesterday?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <it is. laughs> I thought I'd throw that out there. Just, I thought I'd just put the line in the water <laughs> and just see, you know, see what happened. Afterwards. <laughs> afterwards? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. If you mentioned the on Twitter, well, It oh, well, well, would have banged that. Get, oh my um, God, okay. could you imagine? I thought, um, I thought Oxo Chamberlain's penalty was. Um, it was it was was quite special. Yeah, yeah. bang. So in I the mean.
1: in the warm ups he was hitting them from thirty yards like he hit that penalty and they were going top in. Seriously? And I, I mean like it's one thing where, where I normally sit in the cop when you're watching the warm ups, you don't really get an appreciation for how hard they twat the ball. Yeah. Honestly. And like this ball was going into the net and I was like I can't believe how hard these lads kick it it's not like five a side with me and the lads you know I'm not, struggling to Is it not Chris sh- it's, not to, honestly, it's not like our walking footy on a Wednesday night you know boys it's, it's a bit more special than that like, I couldn't believe it and he was and his pen was a proper thunder it just
0: went he did, he just Straight went fuck in. off.
1: There was a couple, did Salah bang one as well? That was was,
0: it, was a good yeah. Salah, yeah. blast. was yeah, another blast. Salah was right at the top bin, wasn't it?
1: But then, yeah, it was. And then City celebrated that so hard and that made me happy. It made me realise that they they struggled in that game. Yeah. They celebrated it because they had to dig deep just to get in with a draw against us. And that, for me, I was buoyed and I wasn't sticking mm-hmm. around for the ceremony. And to be fair, City fans didn't either. To no. be for did they not? Were they me. not asked? No, no, no. They just like, because we had to go back through a lounge to get our camera equipment so we could meet the lads outside to, re- to record and stuff. So when we walked back to the lounge, they were just doing a celebration and there was no one in the ground. And I was like, well, there was a few, yeah. but there wasn't like, there were, all the City fans weren't there. Yeah. And, I don't understand why you wouldn't be because A, there's no Barneys with Liverpool fans on Wembley Way, and B, you're just going outside to queue up in a massive queue for the train station anyway. It just
2: shows more the fact that seven, I think there were 70 odd thousand people. It wasn't full, was it? 70 odd thousand people going back to the north in the main anyway. So I guess it just showed that's more the point. Is like we need to get out of here, but yeah. If you want to lose a game of 14, you want to be the better team and lose by
1: one penalty shootout. It's the only way you could say, okay. There's literally, and if there's a way to lose, that's how to do it. Yeah. It does. And so many people, James, were saying after the game that, and, and it's something
0: Sam mentioned at the beginning, these are the two powerhouses of, of, of English oh, Yeah, football. Make, well, make no mistake about it. Manchester City, you know, are the best team in the country. They're the team to beat. And they can't beat us over 90 minutes when, you know, we're, we're arguably without one of our best forwards in Sadio Mane. I mean, to be, I mean, give it as due, both teams are probably at 70%. You know, going into this, neither of them are at their best. They've had they've had an awful pre-season in terms of the amount of games they've had. Um, but yeah, these are the two teams to beat. There's absolutely no question that we are. I mean, and that's that's re- that's reflected in you know on social media. I haven't seen a lot of Man City fans on social media giving it the big one. I really haven't because oh. I think at all really it's been other fans and United fans. Yes, yeah, oh, no, it has. Uh. I, I, Ever- <laughs> Everton fans had a wonderful time last night. I didn't know they'd won a. It, well, if the last weekend of the season, they can enjoy. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the two teams to beat. It's reflected in the score. It's reflected in the way we, we performed second half. Um, roll on Friday. Yeah, I mean, before that, though, Ross, Jürgen
1: Klopp makes our lads stand uh, on the pitch and watch them lift the trophy. And I thought that was just genius.
3: Yeah, it's a psychological boost, isn't it? Going, like, and maybe not for the community shield, but you see them, they're winning. Shit, you've done this before. You know, we shouldn't really be stood here. We want to be up there where they are. And I think that's a stroke of genius, like you said. I, yeah.
1: Psychologically, I'm yeah. like, no, he's like, no, you watch this. You watch them enjoy themselves. <laughs> and you make sure that next time you're the ones up there. I just think it was brilliant. I, hope, I, I really hope that. I hope that was the, I le- hope that was the reason. And it's a level of respect for City yeah. as well. Did, I think yeah. it, I think it's poor form if a team just walks off the pitch down the tunnel and doesn't like shake hands because you can have a rivalry and Klopp and Guardiola have got a rivalry, but the, the final whistle goes and they respect each other again. Mm. That rivalry is done with for for a few months until they play again. I, that's the way that sport should be played for me, son.
2: Yeah, and yeah, I just went on a side note, like. We we should have won that game by default. The fact that Pep and his chinos that he had on, by the way, he <laughs> put that out there.
1: But yeah, what that, did he look like, oh, mate?
2: Uh, 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 <laughs> that to me said,
0: <laughs> what did he look
1: like? That to me said, we, if we don't win this, we're alright because you know, yeah,
2: chinos, I'm got me, 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 me clubber on there from last night. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. Oh, I know. It's like he had a mufty day. and he <laughs> brought his quid in. <laughs> <So he's>
3: like,
2: <laughs> 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 but... Yeah, I think the lucky thing for us is now that'll give us even more hunger next week when we play um, Chelsea. I think now what, making them watch that, they'll all want to get that next trophy, mm. which then moves on and on and on. And when do we when do we next play City? I've no idea. Is it is it, it? It's autumn, isn't it? It's autumn and then right at the end of the year, I don't think it's Christmas time. I think it's soon, isn't it? And it's at Anfield first, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So I think now, obviously, even that loot loss on pens, we'll be going into that game with a real sort of we need to get one back on them. You know, there'll be. I think there'll be a, a, a big emphasis on that now again.
1: Is it first drug, blood drawn? No, no way.
0: No, 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 no. no.
2: We've come away from that 100% more positive than they have. Unless they're like, oh, we're at a 70... But it would take an idiot to look. I mean, Rio Ferdinand apparently was on BT saying, oh, giving it big licks about how they've gotten this player out, this player out and, and, and so on and so forth. I just thought, watch the game and try stop giving excuses and just say, look... Two brilliant teams, and we were the better side. We just,
1: you know, one cleared off the line. That's the difference. Mm. Again. Again. (laughs) Same old story. Mm. Oh, well. Um, Maybe it'll change as the season goes on. Well, there you go. Then that's been the final word. It's the first final word on YouTube. Uh, This is something that we're going to try. If you've enjoyed it, like the video, subscribe to The Red Men TV. Don't forget to check out James on Twitter. The James Sutton.
0: The James Sutton. What was yours again? One SGW. Are you allowed? I love that that you've got... Is that like is that like CR7? Is that like the Cristiano Yeah, no. <laughs> is it's it because you're a t- teacher? No, yeah. That's why it's blocked.
2: But because I used to be in music, and I was DJ and years ago I it was that, DJ yeah. Sam Walker. So then when I decided not oh, to go there, that alias, I put one because there wasn't a Mister. So on Instagram, I'm Mister. Nice. So then I thought I need to mix it up because there's also a gangster called Sam Walker, which isn't very nice. <laughs> so I <laughs> oh, thought yeah, one one fire. FGW. So I am not in jail. I'm sure he's a lovely lad. But <laughs> Sam Walker, can you find him? But yeah, so. Just saying, like that. That's why I changed it, just because there's a bit of disparity there. So
1: you've got your Instagram out there. We've got your Twitter. Don't have facey, mate. Don't have facey. Sorry, Sam. and uh, of course <laughs> check out Ross. Uh, he, he runs the RedBand TV socials. You know where he is. It's E C 89 on Twitter. Um, as I say, like the video, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. So.